You're about to know right now. You're about to learn education. You feel me, them? I'm Quindell Evans, BluePoetry.com. And this is the Blue Poetry Podcast. Let's go. On this episode, we're going to be doing a dissection, an explanation of this song, Killing Blacks, by myself, Quindell Evans. This is the first version. The second version is, has a feature by A Money. This is the first version off my first tape called Give Them More. And usually on this podcast, we speak about the habits that it takes to create a successful life and the habits that it takes to overcome a, sex, a, a stressful life. And recently, we've decided that we're going to do music reviews of my songs. So we're starting off. You know, today, we're killing blacks. The last episode was Just a Fool. And the first one was my song, You Want to Smile. So check those out if you haven't already. So you can get a picture of, of my music and why I do it. And the inspiration behind it. You know, the lyrics and all. So, we're going to start the traditional way. With the Affirmation Pledge by Abiodun Oyewole. I call it the affirmational praise. That's not the name of it. I don't know the exact name of it, but I like to write affirmations, and I feel like every line of the pledge is an affirmation. You feel me, them? And it goes like this. I want to be what I can be, to be proud, healthy, and free. I want to say what I know to help my brothers and sisters grow. I want to feel good about me and blame no one for my misery because I'll be strong and turn it around. I want to go up. I'm not going down. I want to do what I can do to make all my dreams come true. Remember my past, the good and bad, how I made it art even when it was sad. I want to share whatever my gift and when you're feeling low, I give you a lift. I want to live with without fear and know that I'm blessed for being here you know that you're blessed for being here just know that we're blessed for being here just know that we're blessed all right then so thank you once again for tuning in to the blue poetry podcast and today the dissection of killing blacks is what we're doing first of all I want to say the beat was made by real Chris Actually, the beat was made by Kasim, a student at a school I was teaching at. And Real Chris kind of put his twist on it in the production side in the studio at the home studio I had living in the Bronx back in 2014. Or 2015, excuse me. I had to recollect and make sure. Um, but this song is entitled Killing Blacks. And... It's pretty much about the the struggle that the black people are going through in this country, America, um, even worldwide, but I'm talking about America because that's where I'm at, that's where I live, and that's what I'm seeing. That's you know, that's where I'm seeing the you know, the black population be kind of attacked um by police officers. Um I know people that are police officers. I don't have a thing against police officers in general, but that's what this song is inspired by. Um, you know, if you're a police officer, great. You know, do your job, protect and serve as you're supposed to do. But 
you know, I work in Rikers Island too. I work in Crossroads Juvenile Center. Um, so I've been working inside, you know, prison and and prison and rehabilitation facilities for about five years. And um, it's nothing but blacks in there. You know, the population is, hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like pretty much like close to hundred percent blacks. You know, a few Hispanics, um, a sprinkle. Or two of of other <laughs> ethnicities, but it's straight black in there. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it looks like the prison industrial complex, you know, is designed for black people. Um, so cops are, you know, designed to contain black people is what it seems like to me. You know, um, I don't see much. I don't see much cops, you know, walking the streets, what we call them beat walkers, in other neighborhoods as much as I see them beat walking through the neighborhoods that I grew up in, you know, such as Brownsville and Mitchell Projects, you know, Crown Heights, um, Flatbush, the neighbor the neighborhoods I the neighborhoods I've lived in, I've seen cops, you know, arresting and and searching and ticketing and stuff like that on a heavy, on a on a, on a heavy dose, um, on a, on a daily basis, um, raids stuff like that. Like you know, I seen that in the hood, and you know, I don't see it in other places. You know, um, so I'm not against cops, but it's just, it's just what I see. So I wrote this song based on that, and. The song starts off with saying, you choose to do what you do. Do you choose to do what you do? You choose to do what you do. Do you choose to do what you do? Um, and, you know, it's just us questioning, like, it's, it's me questioning, like, everyone. Like, people in general. Like, do we choose to do what we do? Um, or is is things... You know, is things based on some higher power or some type of, you know, are we being controlled in a certain type of way? And that's just a a self-reflection that I've I've always asked. Like, you know, I'm always on that type of mind. Like, you know, are our choices limited or are we actually free to do what we want? Um, And when it comes to cops killing blacks, you know, the statistics show, like, the unarmed blacks that have been killed by cops are it's it's just horrific it's like it's not cool and you know year by year if cops are killing anyone period armed or unarmed it seems like blacks are just top on the list you feel me i'm not a conspiracy theorist but that's the that's these statistics you know and so after you choose to do what you do, do you choose to do what you do? The lyrics goes, they killing blacks like they are shooting practice. They shooting backs like they are target practice. And this was after Philando Castile was killed. I wrote this song. They, you know, the cops shot him in the back, like which is like uncalled for. It's not, it's not necessary to shoot a man running who you know is unarmed. He had like a, he had like a over, I don't know what you call it, like a um. Uh, uh, he had 
you know, like a he had took so many parking tickets that it was like it was a warrant out for his arrest. So he got stopped on the way um on the way home from buying like food for his children or something like that. He just got stopped while driving and he was just like, I'm out of here. Like, you know, he decided to run because he didn't want to get arrested. And the cop just, you know, started to chase him. I guess he got tired and was just like, I'll just shoot him, you know? Um, so this was after that, like they shooting backs, like they had target practice. Like, like you could have tased them. You could have, you know, you could have, you could have called him if you wanted to. Like, you could have called him. Philando Castile wasn't, like, a fit guy. He wasn't, like, a track star. He wasn't running even too fast. The cop could have called him if he wanted to. To shoot him down, shoot him in the back was uncalled for. It just wasn't cool. So this was me writing pretty much based on it. I actually wrote a poem, too. Um, I actually wrote a poem about the same situation. So, like, I was pretty, you know, pretty much emotionally um, affected by this, you know, as a black man, like, this is not cool. Um, so they shooting backs like they had target practice. Gymnastics, they made this whole back flip the story around when they shot it for the masses. You know, so it's a play on words. Gymnastics, they made this whole back flip, you know, just flip the story around. It's like play on words, back flip the story around when they shot it for the masses, you know? And of course, when they portray the story on media, even social media, it's, all, it's, so, it's so mixed, you know? It's so twisted, and it, it, it causes us to perceive it in a way that isn't true to light, you know? Um, and, and it's just crazy. And the crazy thing is, is that there was a bystander recording it on the phone, you know, which got the, which got, which got the shooting on camera, and they and you you seen the cops planting something on him, which was even more um, dramatic, which even more horrific, um, you know. Which is like you know they ain't not gonna show that on the news. You have to like see that on Instagram and Twitter and like the social media feeds. But on the news, it just shows just the shooting or just the parts that they want to show us, you know. And then it goes on, behind these plasma screens, they all act this. Meaning, like, the news anchors, the news reporters are just reporters. They're not like anyone, who, they're not sharing how they actually feel about the story. They're just reading off the teleprompters. Behind these plasma screens, they all act this. Nobody's shooting back or asking what happened. You know, like, none of us is coming together to... To, to to retaliate, not saying we should, but there are people, there are people who call themselves gangsters and who want to shoot and, and we you know we're shooting each other and stuff like that, which I feel like is a whole nother story, um, which isn't like something that we should, we, you know, I'm not with the slander, like I'm not slandering my people on saying like we can't address the cops shooting us because we're still shooting each other. I'm not one of those type of people. I feel like these are two separate, two separate um, situations that we that we have to address separately. We can't equate them and be like we, you know, we're shooting each other and that's why the cops are shooting us. That's stupid to me. Um, but I feel like we can address us killing each other. Totally separate. That's a totally separate conversation, a totally separate debate, a totally separate situation, a totally separate problem from us being killed by by 
authorities that's supposed to be protecting and serving us. Um, I guess, supposedly, you feel me? If you, you know, we do our research, you know, from vagrancy, you know, to Jim Crow, cops were never meant to protect black people. But that's another discussion anyway. You know, vagrancy laws, Jim Crow laws. I don't know if we're even on top of that because we're so, we're so, like, flooded with information and media that we never even get a chance to, like, research the, 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 the foundation, you know, the, the, the foundation behind chartering these police organizations, you know? So, yeah, nobody's shooting back or asking what happened to the gangsters with the gaps who run up on you with the mask and a hoodie, hood empty when the cops start asking, meaning nobody knows nothing. Everybody, we're in this, like, no-snitch policy, which the no-snitch policy was really originated from revolutionaries who were trying to serve the black community, you know, like civil rights and Black Panthers times. Um, so if you knew that there were people who were, you know, vigilante black groups, or even if you knew that there were people who were starting, like, you know, public aid, like they were going to raise funds and feed the community. There was federal organizations, uh, what was it called, like the counterintelligence program by the FBI, which was designed to stop, you know, blacks from kind of, from literally helping themselves, helping out each other in the community. They literally came and destroyed that. So, like, if you, if these, if cops were to question you on if you know anything about the Black Panthers, you wouldn't snitch. That's where no snitching came from. If you know that there's, if you, have you, do you know about anything that's going on? If you know about anything that's going on with the civil rights movement and the people trying to help each other out and fight for rights, that's where, that's where the no snitching policy came from with us blacks. And, and it developed and evolved into we can hurt and harm each other and not snitch. You know, like I can get shot or stabbed or jumped and I'm not going to snitch on a person who shot, stabbed or jumped me. That's what it developed into, but it wasn't originated in that way. It was originated in these are people trying to help out. We're, we're, we're trying to help out our community. And if you know someone who's trying to help out your community and cops or FBI or any authorities come and question you, you don't you, you can't snitch or not saying anything, you know. So this is all the inspiration behind this song, Killing Blacks, you know. So what happened to the gangsters with the gats run up on you with the mask and the hoodie, hood empty when the cops start asking? School of hard knock, privileged, skip classes. You know, like, I grew up in Brownsville, you know, Brooklyn, projects. I, you know, I was born in Bronx, first lived in Mitchell projects for the first 10 years of my life. You know, this is, we call that the school of hard knocks. It ain't easy growing up in these type of communities. It ain't easy growing up in these type of conditions where there's food deserts and, and, and schools have no resources. You know, the same textbooks from last year's pages ripped out, no covers, all this stuff I, I've, 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 I've witnessed and I've experienced myself, you know, like barely any resources for us to learn, you know, after school programs and stuff like that is very scarce. Um, you know, parents got to 
work two jobs and food stamps and they cut your food stamps you're working two jobs and two jobs is not enough and then you got all these kids and you're trying to keep up with the joneses and buy christmas presents and we don't know how to manage money we're not taught how to manage money we're eating all these types of food which is detrimental to our health and we don't know what to eat or no education on how to even really be financially secure all of these types of things create the school of hard knocks and there's people who are privileged who skip those type of classes who skip those type of experience and that's that's what that metaphor is about you know school of hard knock privilege skip classes feel like i'm felling keep watching my people passing so that's a metaphor not watching my people pass in the class watching my people die watching my people go away on tv screens they showing us these killings i feel like it's a problem that we could even be seen we can even be, you know, we can even be shown our own people being killed on, 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 on the news every week and on social media every week. It's desensitizing us and making us like, making us feel like, oh, it's whatever, like we're being killed. And then after a while, it was just like, well, they shouldn't been doing this. They shouldn't been doing this, you know? And that's why the, 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 the beginning of the course is you choose to do what you do. Do you choose to do what you do? Because it's like, are we choosing to be killed, you know? And I... And, I, and, I, and, and and that's something, you know, like, that is, like, mind-blowing. It's like, you know, philosophically, we can say, oh, life is based on choice. Everything you do is based on your choice. And it's like, okay, Philando Castile chose to be shot in the back by a cop. Mike Brown, with his hands up, chose to be shot in the head by a cop. Cool, great. Like, that sounds good, but nah, I'm not buying that. You know, choice is out of the question now. Like, that's something that the chop, the cop chose to do, which is just not morally right, you know? So, we can say he chose to run, but that's not, that's not a, 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 a morally just repercussion to running away from a cop. You feel me? That's not a morally just, you know, repercussion when you got your hands up, you're being shot in the head for whatever you've done. I don't care what you've done. You feel me? I don't care what you've done. That's not morally just. You know, whatever you, you got parking tickets, that's not it's not a good consequence. You, Mike Brown supposedly stole from a store when they checked the cameras. It wasn't him. But either way, if he's done that, that's not the correct repercussion. I don't know how you could fear someone running from you. I don't know how you could fear someone with his hands up. Like, it's just crazy. So I feel like I'm felling. Keep watching my people passing. Killer Black in the movie is a classic. Same thing playing in the hood, but who's acting? Who's the actor? You feel me? And that's just, I don't even want to explain that bar right there. But it's like, it's like, you know, <laughs> Killer Black in the movie is a classic. Same thing playing in the hood, who acting? I don't even want to explain. I just want to leave that there. I want to leave that there. You feel me? Because it's. That is amazing, and I want you to, to tell me how you feel about that. Killer Black in the movie, it's a classic. Same thing playing in the hood, who's acting? You feel me? And it goes back to you choose to do what you do. You choose to do what you do. Do you choose to do what you do? They killing blacks like they at shooting practice. They shooting backs like they at target practice, gymnastics. They made this whole backflip the story around when they shot it for the masses. That's my dissection for the song Killing Blacks by Quindell Evans, moi, and let me know how you feel about it. Let me know if you're feeling like, oh, that's too much, bro. You're bugged out. Or let me know if it's like, yo, that's real. Like, I, you know, it makes me think about what's going on in society um, and stuff like that. So, you see, I like to write songs. 
that are reflecting on how I'm feeling, you know, and also what I see and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn education. And once again, if you want to listen to that song, search Quindell Evans on iTunes or the, the links in the description, too. So if you're listening to this or watching this, the links is in the description so you can listen to my music. Just click on one of the links. Let's go. You choose to do what you do. 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 They killing blacks like they are shooting practice. They shooting backs like they are target practice. Gymnastics, they made this whole back flip the story around when they shot it for the masses. They killing blacks like they are shooting practice. They shooting backs like they are target practice. Gymnastics, they made this whole back flip the story around when they shot it for the masses. Behind these plasma screens, they all actors. Nobody shooting back or asking what happened to the gangsters with the gats. Run up on you with the mask and a hoodie, hood empty when the cops start asking. School of hard knock, privilege, skip classes. Feel like I'm feeling keep watching my people passing. Killer black in the movie, it's a classic. Same thing playing in the hood, who acting? You choose to do what you do. 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 You what you do. Uh. They killing blacks like they are shooting practice. They shooting backs like they are talking practice. Gymnastics, they made this whole back flip the story around when they shot it for the masses.